Today's episode of Beyond the Mask is presented by the insurance specialists at BrightThink Wealth Strategies. Find the disability insurance coverage that fits you best right now. Email Robert Smith at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. The show is also made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. Get a free consultation today to be guided through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Just visit crnafinancialplanning.com. We'd also like to thank Helping Hands and OSA EMR for their support of the show. And don't forget, listening to our podcast can earn you Class B credits. For more information on how you can submit them, check out the CE Credit tab on our website, beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. We know you spend your day caring for your patient's best interests. On our show, we want to care for you. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA industry. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, Hey, Sharon. Welcome to the Windy City. Oh, well, it's good to be here. It's just good to be in person again and to see everybody. Absolutely. I wanted to hug everybody. (laughs) You do that anyway, don't you? I do, but I haven't been able to hug them in two years, (laughs) three years. So we're at the ANA's annual meeting here, annual congress, and uh, we've had a great time. We're podcasting. We've got some exciting news. We do. You know, obviously the show is evolving. We've done, uh, you know, what almost 200 episodes now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're and we're planning our 200th episode. We We've are. Got a great guest that we'll have for that one. Yes, and we've we've had many opportunities for growth, and this today we're going to talk about one of those, and we'll probably introduce another one very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really going to surprises. <laughs> yeah, we do have lots. So, but we're going to talk a little bit today about an opportunity for possibly doctoral students. Absolutely, and we've got the crew here today that's going to make this happen. Um, You know, we're downloaded in 125 countries so far, and of course our biggest downloads are in the United States. But I'll give you a little bit of background before we kind of push this forward. We had interviewed uh, Marianne Cosgrove Mm -hmm. um, about ambient OR noise. So let's go down the road just a little bit she emailed me and she had a student who's got a really good project um, and she chairs their committee and as you know um, whenever you do your project you have to have a goal for dissemination of your project right. and she wanted to see if we could get the student on the podcast mm-hmm. and I thought at that time Oh my God, why have I not thought about this before? (laughs) So we needed some way to be able to allow students to submit their projects, et cetera, not to get too far down the path. You know who I went to, Mm -hmm. uh, Sandy and Nancy. That's right. So we want to welcome our committee today. And and most of our listeners know Sandy Ouellette and Nancy Marie. You guys are on with us a lot on the show doing the historical series and, and everyone loves it and loves you. 
So, so well, welcome you. to you both. You know, it's been wonderful being here. I can't tell you the number of people that have stopped us both and have said how much they've enjoyed the podcast, and particularly the historical segment, Absolutely. which is music to my ears. Of course. <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, so I, th- I think that's very good. And, uh, you know, Sharon was one of my former students, and in those days, I gave the assignments and Sharon carried them out. <laughs> now she's giving the assignments, and I'm having to implement them, and she's about to kill me, actually. <laughs> well, I think I liked it better the other way. Well, it's Dr. bad Pierce. because you about killed me, too. <laughs> Oh, I never well. even thought about it like that. That's just too <laughs> that's cute. Right. What goes um, around comes around, you know. That, that's right. Karma. That's right. <laughs> and we also have Tracy Castleman with us. Welcome, Tracy. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, Thank we're you. glad you're here with us. And we've got Aaron Foley, and, and Aaron's going to be talking a little bit today as well. And Drew Riddle's on the committee, but he couldn't be here today. Well, so. he's got a lot of things to do during this meeting. I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm as sure you know, Drew is... Uh, uh, on the incoming board as yes. president-elect yes and uh he he was going to be with us and then he had a conflict at the last minute uh and so uh, we'll, we'll miss drew but we're very happy to have him a part of this committee as well and uh we've given him an assignment too and we'll talk about it oh yes good oh, yes. well we're sharon and i are going to kind of take a back seat That's for it. a little bit and um and let you guys kind of introduce this topic and um sandy and nancy what was the charge for the committee Okay, well, once we began to first talk about this, the first thing was the name of the committee. It was about a mile long, and uh, I sort of whittled it down to the committee to evaluate scholarly DNP projects for the presentations for Beyond the Mask. Well, at our first Zoom meeting, uh, actually, Drew Riddle brought up, it shouldn't be DNP, it should be... uh, doctoral and I thought how could I ever have forgotten that because having the opportunity to co-chair the doctoral uh, task force with uh, Dr. Denise Martin Sheridan one of the first things we did is get rid of DNP and put doctoral because it's inclusive of a lot more than just the DNP the PhDs and all sorts of things so one of the charges was that we it, we changed the name uh, the other is um, we were charged to develop guidelines for selection of projects for presentation. And then the third one, Nancy, was? The third one was to review and revise the draft application because at this first meeting, we did have a draft application to review. And so that is in the process at this time is the revising that particular part of our charge. And Tracy went back and revised it uh, even more and made it even more concise. Tracy just got out of getting her DMP, so this is this is her skill set. Yeah, uh, I've given a, a few passes uh, at the application, and Tracy, uh, rightfully so, uh, found uh, some overlaps, some redundancies, and things there more than once. So we, I think, cleaned that up, and I've sent it back to the committee and uh, have asked Tracy to have a look at it if she wants to change it in any way and if she wants to format it better because I'm not the best, you know, (laughs) in computer science and all of that so that we can maybe get it on one page. And then the other thing about the application we must have, Sharon, uh, I had first said that all the uh, applications would come to me because I didn't know where else to send it. But I believe that you, Beyond the Mask, have a website 
okay. and it can go to your website. So we will need that information to put on the application uh, at the very bottom so that people will know exactly where to send it and it's better that it goes to you right rather oh than thank me you. <laughs> i can't i think i can figure out how to get it to you anyway <laughs> yeah. um, so tracy how did i rope you into this well i think it was a joint roping to be honest <laughs> as we sat by the fire with well, glasses in hand brainstorming okay <laughs> it was joint brainstorming uh, where we were talking about going through the process ourselves as we were finishing up school um, and how to present our information. My DMP project finished up in the middle of 2020. And so I, I got side railed quite a bit on completing my the way I completed my project. And there was so much going on as a state leader that I was doing. I work in New Jersey. I was in the middle of the pandemic. So I was working many different shifts in many different capacities. I was working for the state, getting information out to all of the state membership on wellness and, and updates on COVID. So sitting down and uh, putting together an abstract for publication was difficult for me to be able to disseminate my knowledge. And so that's where Sharon and I were talking as she was finishing up at Yale during the same time, could there have been another way? And we started talking about the podcast and thought this would be a great way. More people listen than read right now. We recognize that a lot of our students prefer to get their information through the podcast. And we thought this was a wonderful way to share the knowledge, the scholarly work amongst the, the bodies of CRNAs out there to improve um, the sharing of information. As a CRNA, you spend years preparing yourself for this career, so we don't want to see you lose out on any of the income you've worked so hard to earn. The best way to protect yourself and give you the confidence that a major life event won't disrupt your financial future is through disability insurance. We've known disability income specialist Robert Smith for many years and have seen the work he's done with nearly 2,000 CRNAs over multiple decades. He can help identify any gaps in your existing coverage and fill those gaps by finding the best value on a policy. Contact Robert and let him know you heard about him on our podcast. Send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504-394-6557. Protect your greatest asset as a CRNA, yourself and your ability to earn a living by adding disability insurance to your financial plan. Well, Erin, you are a state leader. How could you see that this process um, could help? I mean, students could be doing projects that could be helpful to state associations. Do you see any opportunity there? Absolutely. I mean, I thought that was one of the great parts about being having the opportunity to be part of this committee was that I've sat in a couple uh, meetings and listened to students talk about their projects. And I was like, this would be great to get it out to way more people as opposed to, you know, a nice little main state meeting where we have about 50 or 60 people. But to have that audience for some of these students to give that information is just such a great opportunity for them. I can jump in. I'm sorry, Sandy, if I could just jump in and add, I think it also gives our incoming SRNAs and other CRNAs who are going back for their projects um, information ideas to spark or to grow research off of. This research got to X, yeah. I'm gonna take it and move on and do another piece. So I think it's another way to improve our body of work and grow it. Yeah. And many of our states have had the students invited for posters, yeah. poster presentation, mm -hmm. as well as oral presentations. I'm always impressed with how articulate the students are today. And um, 
you know, we were talking about, will the students be able to actually do the podcast? Well, of course they will. I've heard students yeah. at the uh, International Congress, one, one from Wake Forest was a first year student, and I didn't know she was on the program in Budapest. And I saw her name, I ran to that free communication session, and there she was. I could not have been prouder. Uh, so they're very articulate, the students are today, and I, I wouldn't worry about a single one of them. Uh, because this is their environment. Absolutely. It's not mine, but this is where they live, breathe, and love, mm -hmm. and all these things. And so they're very comfortable with it. And, and I think it'll be good. Now, you do 52 segments or episodes, you call it, a year. Mm -hmm. And um, Now, during COVID, we did extra segments. Right. So we're looking at maybe starting off with selecting from the applications we receive, maybe six, maybe one every two months, because you have a lot of other people. I know you have other plans for the future uh, with other areas, but at least start with six. And, uh, and I think that will be good. And on the application, we were trying, when we had our Zoom call, we were trying to think when was the best drop dead, you, the application must be here by this time. And because programs graduate at different levels, I think we, we set May 1 or October 1 that would get the graduation both in the summer and the end of the year. And so that will be on the application along with where to send it. I think we're going to be putting together a letter as well, Sandy, mm -hmm. right? To be yeah, sending to program directors um, to make sure that they're aware that this is a, um, a means for their residents to be able to disseminate the information. So the, the program directors will be aware of this as well. Yeah, and I think uh, that was uh, Drew's assignment. I don't know where he is <laughs> on that assignment right now, but, um, but I, I know that he will do a very good letter. Uh, approved by Sharon and Jeremy uh, that will be sent to the program director. And edited by Tracy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, I have and, plenty of red pen. Uh, uh, Thank and, you, Nancy. And so that'll be good. And also it'll be an opportunity, I think, to remind the program directors um, as a secondary message that uh, the historical segment is there for them. And quite a few directors have told me they're using it as part of their history segment. And why reinvent the wheel, you know, when it's all there, it's researched about pioneers of distinction, critical events. We know that Watchful Care 2 will probably be published no later than February, we're hoping. Uh, I've had the opportunity to review all three sections of it. It's done in 10-year segments, sections. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very pleased with it. I think uh, the author did a very good job. It's, it's non-biased. It covers all the things, I think, in the last 30 plus years. And so, um, so it'll be an opportunity, again, to remind the program directors, this is there for the students. Because when I see individuals, they seem hungry for this information. And I think it's our responsibility to teach these students. It just doesn't happen that you're walking in to this career that is so wonderful. There's people that really created this opportunity for you. You know, I, I say we all drink from wells, we did not dig. And we have to teach them who the people are. And so again, it's a good way to get into the history segment as well. You know, you bring up a, another good point about 
Now me having to uh, tell you what to do, which is so much fun. Don't Sandy. you dare. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot of students. I'm old, but I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm not letting you go yet, fool. I'll be up on there party averting you myself. <laughs> we got many more podcasts to take. But you bring up a good point in that way. Sometimes the program directors, because they're not into the podcasting field, do not know about mm-hmm. us i mean they'll get a letter from us saying we've got this but they don't know what a podcast is just like you didn't know the first time that i drug you in the room and said we're going to tape a podcast you, yeah man you look like my little peanut with all uh, my little dog with all of her uh, paws out no i don't want to get in but you know they can educate perhaps we should do one of these at the acd whatever they call it now the oh A-D-A-C-D-C. A-D-C-E. The Educators Conference. And we do a podcast. And by then, we will have things a lot more streamlined and cleaned up. And we can sit there and introduce it there and introduce it to the program directors. That's a great idea, Tracy. Hey, listen. Now does everybody understand why I love this woman (laughs) and why I remain friends with her? Because she's so much smarter than me. And not just the program directors, but all (laughs) of the faculty. Because when I was faculty, I did use podcasts. My students really appreciated a variety of learning learning experiences and there's so much opportunity out there. So tell us what kind of topics you think uh, would be good for this, Erin, since you've been an educator. You know, I I love the uh, historical ones and I have a long commute, so I'm one of your regular (laughs) listeners. Um, So every week I spend at least one of my drives home from work just listening and learning. Um, But, you know, I think as new students, it's always great to kind of learn about like the OR environment and, you know, organizing and planning how to prepare for that. You know, all of our updates, these these opportunities that we're going to offer um, doctoral scholarly projects to learn, we're going to learn things that you might not be learning in class, but that are still going to be beneficial to us in practice or when the students come out and start practicing or when they're in clinical. And it's like, I get excited as a clinical instructor when a student comes in and they're like, did you do this? Or have you heard about this? And I want to know what new stuff Mm -hmm. they're learning and I then I have to go back and do a deep dive into it and learn more but Mm -hmm. it gets me you know all these ideas and you can't keep up on everything all the time so when other people are talking about it it's a great opportunity and maybe something you weren't thinking about you know um, carbon emissions and you know PTSD of experiences that we all deal with Mm -hmm. and as you know nurses for many years we've all had our traumas in the OR when we were ICU nurses and we tend to just push those way down. But, you know, how do you really like keep moving? And those are like great things. And I think our students really, um, they look to us to learning from each other so much oh, better, right? Absolutely. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services, customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. All right, so let's say I'm a student right now and I hear I have the opportunity to be on Beyond the Mass podcast with Sharon Pierce and Jeremy Stanley, for God's sake. (laughs) 
what do y'all envision that this will look like? And to be honest, I've just, uh, me and Jeremy has just hunted <laughs> to you guys. And so you just tell us. Well, number one, I think um, you need to pay attention to the application that we are developing. We are trying to make it streamlined um, for your project. Tracy, I think I'm correct, and uh, Aaron, you have to have an abstract. And most everything that we would be looking for to try to select one over another could be found in that abstract. And so um, we don't know how many of these applications we will receive. It could be hundreds, and we hope so. Absolutely, um, yes, we do. And so we want it to be, be shorter, to the point, uh, which is harder to do sometimes than going on and on and on. So I think start with the application, follow the steps in the application, pay close attention to the deadlines, and um, and just uh, submit it. And it would be gladly reviewed, and hopefully you'd get selected. Anything else, Tracy? Or well, I think. You know, um, you mentioned review, but they will be peer-reviewed, mm -hmm. um, and there will be a process of going through peer review in order to select the ones that will be presented. And the other thing that the presenter will have to uh, work with is that we have to keep it within the length of time of the podcast that we're currently doing. So there will be some um, learning, for, which I think is good learning. Uh, for the person who is going to present because I think podcasts for at least for a while are going to be a way of the future and it will give them a, an opportunity to start that process along with presenting uh, their project. And I think probably we've already talked about this, but we are going to be looking at not entirely, but to a large extent to things, uh, types of projects that either are clinically applicable to CRNAs or will impact the profession of nurse anesthesia. So that will be a primary focus, but again, there are other things that we could give consideration to if we see that that is a benefit to our clientele yeah. or your clientele. And don't forget too, uh, case studies. Mm, you know, that's good. Case studies. You can learn a lot. I happen to also wear the hat of associate editor for the Dana Miller anesthesia file. There's a physician, Dr. Eisencroft, who's editor. And my job is to select 40 articles a month from the most current literature. And for some reason, he doesn't like case studies. He finds them not interesting, not of research quality. And so he won't accept them. He, I send him 40 and he will just keep 30 of them. But for me, and I know a lot of my colleagues, they really learn a lot from case studies, and I always have. So, so don't don't forget that either. And the other thing is, uh, the the students that will be uh, be, be sending their application, submitting it, uh, they probably know this, but I didn't. You don't have to come to Winston Salem, North Carolina, and be in the recording mm -hmm. studio, even though it's fun in there. Even though it's fun, and it's nice in Winston Salem, North Carolina. But you can do it from home. Right. When you're selected, uh, Sharon and Jeremy will get in touch with you, and uh, and they probably know all about that. So it's it's easy. It's and, and jumping off of that, um, as opposed to standing up in front of a room and defending your project, oh, I would know that you would go there. <laughs> it will be a conversation with Sharon and Jeremy. It will be um, in a true podcast format. So you will not be 
just sitting here for 45 minutes simply presenting your project. Waiting for the bullets to come. Yes. <laughs> there that, will be conversation. True. Now, Sharon, will there be um, the opportunity for slides to be attached to the podcast? Because we if it's a data-heavy mm-hmm. um, project, that. Um, so, then, uh, so don't be afraid if yours is a data-heavy he- um, project and people need to see numbers. Sharon just said they'll take care of that for you. Yes, but I, I should have known that you would have loved, loved this because Tracy I don't know, I got some pressure in the corner it. of the room right now. As I'm talking, <laughs> Tracy so. hated, hated to present. And also because it's a podcast, it can be edited. So you don't have to worry <laughs> you don't have to that you might have said something that um, might might not be as clear as you wanted it to be. You get the chance to repeat that because they can go back and edit it and so there's a lot of leeway which makes doing podcasts I think fun. And the other thing is it doesn't even have to be an individual project. We know a lot of mm-hmm. our, right. our scholarly products are now Good point, our yes. group projects. So you can apply as a group and you know everyone can participate as a whole but it bunch does of have us to are be the whole group. group. It does have to be the whole group is willing to participate. Um, but they can make that happen as well for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to make this um, it's easily accessible information and knowledge to be shared. It is to be user friendly, but we are looking for a high level of scholarly work as well. Uh, We would like this to be a really strong avenue, knowledge dissemination amongst our population of providers. Very well stated, uh, Tracy. I think think that is good. And uh, I I have great faith that uh, the students are going to uh, step forward and because me this too. is the way they work today. I mean, they've approached me at this meeting saying, I listened to one of the historical while I was jogging and I thought, you did what? I mean, if I was jogging, it would be all I could do to breathe, much less try to listen to some educational anything. <laughs> it's like my late husband said one time, if you ever ever see me jogging because I'd give him a jogging suit with reflectors on it so that he could be seen at night. He said, if you ever see me running, you just shoot what's behind me. <laughs> That's the same, same for me. Uh, but um, but I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to working with the committee. I've never worked with Aaron, Drew, or, um, or Tracy. And uh, of course, worked with Nancy here many, many times. That was about 50 years, I think. Uh, so it's good to have some new blood here. And uh, and certainly greater expertise in this area than I possibly could have. But um, so I, I think we've got a good thing, Sharon. Well, we've got we've got some good new things on the horizon that will also go along with this. So we really appreciate you guys coming in today and telling us about this. And we will be pushing it out since you guys have just told me we've got an October 1st deadline. (laughs) Now, I have things that I've got to take care of. So what do you think about all this, Jeremy? I think this is great. You know, it's going to be a learning experience for me, obviously, but uh, but I think we can do it. We've we've come this far, you know, pretty quick learner. Uh, you know, I try. I do try. <laughs> Just don't get me in a room and have me intubate anyone, you know, uh, and I'm probably okay. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I don't want you to intubate me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we want to thank all of you for dedicating your time to this as well. This is a, a great project, and I think uh, something that will be very well received in the community, and again, ways to give back and, and help 
the community grow is what we're all about. And, Absolutely. Um, and this is just another way. And we've, like I said, we've got some other things that uh, are coming to fruition pretty soon as well. Mm-hmm. So Good stuff. You don't, you don't, I know, you don't right? want to say. You about, you about <laughs> slipped, didn't you? Well, Aaron, thank you. Tracy, thank you. Nancy, and always Sandy. Mm-hmm. And Drew's not here, but we want to thank him as well. So, Sharon, I think it's a wrap. I think so. All right. So if people want to like our show and help us grow, how can they do that, Sharon? Well, leave us a review, but make it positive. There's enough negativity in this world. Not in this room. Not in this room. That's right. <laughs> Just remember, we're one of the top 50 medical podcasts in the country on our way to number. Number one. Already number one in the CRNA community. And we want to be number one overall. Yes. And we thank our listeners because Absolutely. without them, we would be nowhere that's right that's right we just got to continue to put out great content absolutely with great these people, people. <laughs> yeah i mean they make us look great absolutely so, all right until next time it's a wrap have you thought about what would happen if you weren't able to work for two or three years You know, on average, 25% of people will file a disability claim, and most of us aren't prepared for that loss of income. Every CRNA needs to protect their biggest asset, yourself and your ability to earn with a disability insurance policy. We recommend contacting Robert Smith, a master disability insurance specialist with more than 30 years of experience and 1,800 CRNA clients to find the coverage that fits you best. The best way to do that is to send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504-394-6557. Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible and we would appreciate your support. OSA EMR is a free anesthesia EMR developed by CRNAs that you can download and use on an iPad. Our nonprofit mission is to make sure that solo and small practice CRNAs can digitally record their anesthetics. To learn more, visit OSAEMR.com to download and consider donating to our cause. Remember, for CRNAs, data is destiny. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. 
You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.